Hello and welcome to the Bliss Tonic Podcast. You are here in the right place. If you want to learn how to use yogic philosophy to embrace and enjoy your time as a human on planet Earth with less judgment and more authenticity. You just get to be who you are. And I am your host, Michelle Anthony, yoga educator and amateur circus performer. Let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, my loves. Welcome to another episode of the Bliss Tonic Podcast. So happy you're here. I had a couple people reach out asking when I was going to do another episode. And part of me responded defensively, like, get off my case. And the other part was like, oh, that's really great to know that people are listening and are looking for that next inspiration, just like me. And that is the thing. I'm just here. I am in this role of teacher or leader because it's a part of my path. But it's not to say that I have access to information or wisdom that you don't have access to. It's just a part of my path to be the person who shares you know, experiences, insights, and wisdom, not necessarily self-generated, but also passed down through the lineage of yoga and is part of my path here. So today I was sitting in the car and had a moment of, you know, this is quarantine life right now. There's more Netflix in my life or more sitting on the couch. I guess it's not that that's all I'm doing, but there's more of that than usual. There's, you know, maybe a little bit more stress and in different ways, but there's the beauty and the, um, you know, things that I kind of had forgotten about that are really beautiful that are in my life as well right now. But, you know, in moments where I was starting to sink into a sense of, of lack or not enoughness, I had this like awakening of I'm choosing my reality exactly as it is. I'm choosing it all. I'm choosing to prioritize what matters most to me right now, even if it isn't in alignment with what, you know, I feel like I should be prioritizing. And this is where the importance of looking at yourself clearly, looking at your habits clearly, and looking at where you're prioritizing, what you're prioritizing, and what, you know, where you're spending your time, where you're spending your energy. That awareness goes hand in hand with compassion. And truly, it's a compassion that stems from the deep love of non-duality, from that inner observer who does not look at your actions and say good, bad, right, wrong. Okay, it's it's from this place of complete acceptance. Like, oh my God, if this is what I'm choosing, then that's so cool that I can see that. And it's all okay. That's just what I'm choosing to prioritize right now. So how powerful is that to take, take the uh, maybe shadow component of that And just pull the rug out from underneath it. Like, who needs that? 
you just bring your compassion to whatever your situation is right now. And I guarantee you, it's going to be that much easier to make the next best decision for you. It's going to be so much easier to make decisions and, and, you know, take actions and speak words that are more in alignment with your soul. And it's not going to be a night and day difference, but it's going to be one better thing, one thing that feels more in alignment. And maybe it's no change in action, just a lightness in being. And so taking a look at this and bringing the compassion to whatever your situation is and know that you are in control of only yourself and not the outcome. Because this is a whole situation right now of wanting to control the outcome. And that's not going to help us. Focusing on the outcome is not going to help us right now. Focusing inward on what we can change, not just about our habits and do better and learn new things and all of that kind of stuff, but also being so compassionate with ourselves that we can see with this eyes of non-dual love that there is no good, bad, right, wrong, that we're simply taking actions. And sometimes the actions are an unconscious response from stimulus or too much stress. And so we go into these places to tune out. And sometimes they are a conscious action and it can be a conscious you know, Netflix and chill can be a conscious learning a new skill. It, and one isn't better than the other. And that's kind of hard for our uh, doing and achieving society to wrap its its mind around. Because we're, we're held to this insane uh, value system of doing, producing, achieving. And this is bad and this is good. And that is not the case from this perspective of, you know, non-dual reality. And that is where we come from and it's where we go back into. And in this time as a human, we're manifest. But there's that, there's this period when we're human, when we have this sense of forgetting, but we can systematically slowly remember And bringing the love and compassion from non-dual reality into whatever our situation is right now will help us move into that space of remembering, not in a a mental capacity, but in an energetic and experiential capacity. To love ourselves as we are is divine. Divine. And part of as I was, you know, contemplating this in the car and having this like empowering moment of like, oh, well, if I'm in control of my actions, like how powerful is that? Like we fear our power and we fear our potential in a lot of ways because we fear what others will think of us. We fear that others will, you know, put us down or say certain things about us when we stand in our power. And so as I was contemplating this thought, I thought of one person who would maybe disagree with this concept or say something mean about me on the internet. I don't know. Um, It popped into my head and it was a specific person. And then it was just a moment of like, oh, 
well, am I doing this <laughs> for them? No, like this is for me. And this whole thing is to bring in more love. And how am I judging that person, assuming that they're going to be a hater <laughs> for this concept that is my reality and my truth, that I'm in charge of my reality. It's a belief I have. Now, if somebody believes different, they have that right as well. And they aren't any better or worse than I am because of that thought. Same as, you know, different people responding to being at home in different ways that are not better or worse. So I just want you to take a moment (laughs) and embody a sense of that total, non-dual, completely accepting love. That's divinity. And that is you. That's who you actually are after you die and before you're born. It's where you come from and where you're going. And we are simply veiled with forgetfulness, perpetual forgetfulness. But we can remember. And it's a systematic practice of choosing to remember your power and to not give it away to others because nobody can tell you anything about your reality. They can only show it to you, project it to you, and you can choose to see it or not, really. And so what my thought of this person, you know, based on their actions, whatever I thought that they were going to say about me was really just this deep down doubt in myself. And I made this conscious choice to stand in my power and just like hold that energy of self-love for myself to be in that space of that's okay. If they don't accept me for who I am, at least I can say that I'm happy with who I am. And they can still be in their reality and I can still love who I am. They can believe different, uh, complete philosophical, belie- different beliefs than I have. And I can still believe in love in myself. Nobody can take anything away from you. So as we start to choose one thought that feels more empowering or positive, we can start to take a different direction if that's what we want. If we want to see, you know, a little bit more meditation happening in our lives, if we want to see more abundance in our lives, if we want to feel more connected to divinity or, you know, a relationship enter our lives, what we do is start to focus and catch ourselves in those negative thought patterns, right? We notice it first, and then we offer up a more empowering or positive thought. And how do we do that? It's not about denying the negative thought, and it could be a really strong, you know, repeated for years and years and years negative thought, and it could be, you know, Humanity sucks. You know, men are terrible. I'm always broke, blah, blah, blah. Whatever these things are, the negative thoughts are. For me, too, it's like, oh, I just feel like such a schmuck just sitting on the couch and doing nothing. But is that true? (laughs) That's the next thing. Is that true? (laughs) Is that true? Really? Really? 
Is this a true thought? Ask yourself that. And like, this is part of the work from Byron Katie is, can you absolutely know that it's true? And just start to ask yourselves questions about these negative thoughts. Like, is this actually true? Is this a belief that I have? And why? Where did it come from? Did it come from something that happened in my past? Well, how can I know for sure if it's true if my, you know, viewpoint of that is maybe tainted by this experience? And what is truth anyway? So ask yourself questions about the negative thoughts that really, you know, think about it as like you start thinking about something and all of a sudden you start feeling really bad or down on yourself or just in like a negative mood or maybe sometimes it's like a hurting in the heart, you know, and that's what I, when I refer to suffering, that's what I'm talking about. It's just like, oh, you just feel down or something feels off and you just start to go down a rabbit hole. So first step, acknowledge that it's there question it and you don't have to have the answers you just investigate basically and then you bring in this compassionate questioning and remember that you're creating your reality and you can choose something else it's not about denying the negative thoughts but about bringing them to your full awareness giving them a big hug, saying, it's okay that you're here. This isn't good, bad, right, or wrong. You don't have to go away. This thought doesn't have to not be here for me to be happy. That's not the case. I don't have to completely change anything. I can just say, this is okay. This is okay that I'm feeling this way. It's not bad. And then we bring that non-dual love and self-acceptance. It's okay that you're like this. And then what's a more empowering or positive thought that I can choose that's going to take me to the next next best thing. Or if it's, you know, getting caught up in the opposite of what you're wanting to create in your life, a, an opposite thought of what you're wanting to create in your life, then you can question it, pause, and say, well, what do I want to create in my life then? How do I want to feel if this is how I don't want to feel? Then how do I want to feel? Okay, so start to Focus your energy because, well, energy follows focus. So focus your mind on a more empowering thought. And it can be small. It doesn't have to be something that you don't believe right now. It can be such a small shift into self-acceptance and self-love. And know that whatever you desire is meant for you. Whatever you can desire, like that's what makes us human. As we move through the chakras, the the first desire, the first chakra, you know, has to do with survival. And we move into the second chakra and that is where we insert desire from like being an animal. We insert desire. And from that we create And we create life, we create projects, we create energy within and are able to utilize it in different ways. And so know that that desire is a part of what makes us human. Desire is what has set us apart from animals. Is it it guides us on our path and where is it leading us? 
into the ultimate truth from where we came and where we go. So let's choose to bring in even just a contemplation of non-dual love, non-dual love reality. Bring it in and imagine yourself breathing in self-love. Take it in, absorb it into every cell of your body. And that self-love is complete acceptance, acceptance of your past, acceptance of your current thoughts, of your current actions and habits, and a drawing in of all of that into this exact moment where you are right now. You're not in the past where you made choices and, you know, had actions and had thoughts that made you feel a certain way. You're, you're here and you're right now. This is the only moment that we can make a change is if we catch this thought. And tune in, breathe in self-love. Remember that we are creators of our reality. And we can focus on what we want. We can focus on empowering thoughts. And by doing that, we can empower others to be more of who they are as well. So that is my challenge to you this week. I made an Instagram post about it. Feel free to head over there, share the post, and share your own authentic, whatever it happens to be, words, dance, picture, something from the heart, saying this is who I am and I love myself. It's a practice. It's a practice and we're all... We're all subject to all of the human things that stop us from doing that on a regular basis. But let's make the commitment now to practice entering into a contemplation and inviting in of this non-dual energy of love where we all will end up after we die. Sending you all my love this week. I can't wait to connect with you Make sure to comment on the Instagram post and, you know, let's connect. I also created a Facebook group for the podcast peoples. So Bid Bliss Tonic podcast community that will be linked in the show notes as well as my Instagram handle at Bliss Tonic Mish will be in the show notes and my Facebook page, Bliss Tonic Yoga. Head over to all those platforms Show me a little love and I will spread it back to you. Let's spread our authentic messages and just this sense of it's okay to love yourself. Let's all stand up and be a leader right now of what it is to love yourself and bring compassion to this negativity. Bring compassion there. And it's not bad or good. We'll just love it. We'll love ourselves exactly as we are no matter what. Sending you all my love. Mwah.